It's the Lost Years Pod. Lost Years Pod. Running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing. Sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you. It's the Lost Years Pod. Hello and welcome to the Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast. I'm Sid. I'm Tay. And we're back for episode two. Episode two, baby. I'm sorry in advance for what is, I'm sure, (laughs) bad audio on my part. It's raining here, and there simply was not another day for us to record the podcast. So I'm sorry. Isn't that fun? It's raining. I'm sorry. We having conflicts again (laughs) is really, like, just in life is um, a bummer. (laughs) Like, yeah, having a schedule that's so packed is now annoying again. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out, though. We're going to do it. It's going to be fine. We got it. We got it. What are you nostalgic for this week? Pizza Friday? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I, this is something, I'm still in the back-to-school mindset, mm-hmm. um, but I just loved going in uh not having to bring in a lunch at on Fridays. Yeah. Um, and some days I would just, you know, buy lunch anyway and just not tell my family <laughs> and um <laughs> just still have like a lunch box there ready to go, but mostly on Fridays it was like everyone has pizza on these days and this is really fun. And I just miss oh, that. that. Just everyone having it together. <laughs> just... That is truly so evocative. I love that. Wow. Yeah. And it was a big deal, at least in our school, if, like, you were a cheese or pepperoni person. Yeah. For, yeah, definitely. Cheese and pepperoni, absolutely. Also, oh, I think elementary school was the first time where I found out that I loved ranch on pizza. <laughs> I am not one of those people. <laughs> ranch with pizza? God, it's so good, though. <laughs> it simply couldn't be me, but I support you. I support you as a friend. I support you and your, your pizza on your pizza in ranch. Ranch on pizza? Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, what are you nostalgic <laughs> for? <laughs> um, this is kind not, I mean, kind of, it's not esoteric, I guess, but the map in my kitchen. Um, I have a map of Chicago that I put up in the apartment before last that I got mm-hmm. from my roommate from the apartment before the apartment before last. I've moved a lot. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> It's a map of Chicago, and when I had my party in 2019, when everybody was here, um, everybody put themselves on the map. All of my friends that came over, and then, like, the friends who didn't live in Chicago, they just, like, put themselves on my wall, like, away from... It was very cute and fun, um, but I didn't have a place to put it in my last apartment, and I got to hang it up uh, in my kitchen when I was unpacking last week, and um, it's it's been so nice for it to be back up. I love it so much, and so um, I guess I'm not nostalgic for it anymore, but I was in the past. I think the moment that everybody put their names on the map, I'm, I'm a nostalgic for that moment, and it was nice. Well, that's sweet. Yeah. You have to come to Chicago so you can put your name south of it <laughs> it's extremely south of it on the wall below the map because that's what everyone else did i'll be like on the ground <laughs> sid is yeah, here yeah literally nate put his thing like i had like a ledge that separated like my entryway from my kitchen and he put his on the other side of the ledge on the wall like across from it it was very fun <laughs> oh i love that that's very, very nice cute. all right 
You want to get into it? Yes. Uh, episode two of season two is titled Pairing Off. Uh, the episode aired September 30th, 1994. And the synopsis is very short and sweet, but it's Eric gives Corey advice on girls. <laughs> I, that is something that happened for sure. <laughs> this is something that has happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, first scene, they are in the school hallway. Two teens are fully eating each other's faces while Corey and Sean look on. Corey says, Richard and Cindy? And Sean's like, very deeply in love. And Corey says, since when? Sean's like, lunch. <laughs> Corey <laughs> says, what did they eat? And Sean's like, I don't know, but it doesn't look like it was enough. And then Feeney walks over to only harass Corey and Sean. He says, ah, Mr. Heckle and Mr. Jekyll, don't we have classes to attend? Well, there's like <laughs> 10 students just vibing in the hallway. But he's like, no, you two get to class. <laughs> oh, Corey says, shouldn't you break them up or hose them down or something? And Feeney's like, oh, I wouldn't interrupt their tryst, Mr. Matthews. They're both A- minus students and happily struck by Cupid. And Corey's like, if they were C- minus students, you wouldn't let them kiss? Feeney says, school policy, don't you know? And Corey's like, so I can't kiss. And Feeney's like, with your grades, you can't even shake hands. And then Corey says, just watch, Mr. Feeney. By the end of the school year, I plan to have an A-plus average and a hickey. And Feeney pats him on the back and says, dare to dream, Mr. Matthews. I just, what is going on already? This whole episode started off just right out the bat. Like, really we're intense. just going to be risque as hell that yeah, we've never had wild. with these kids. Corey sees another couple making out, and Corey's like, has the whole world paired off? Is there a list somewhere where I see what girl has been assigned to me? And Sean's like, you want a girlfriend? Corey's like, not a girlfriend, just like a girl who's like a friend, but not a girlfriend. And then a blonde girl walks by, and Sean says, how about her? How about the new girl? Corey's like, no. And Sean just like looks at him, and he's like, I mean, I don't know her. And Sean just keeps kind of like looking at him amused. He says, shut up. And Corey's like, I want someone I know. Someone who knows me. Someone who we know each other. Someone like, uh, and then Topanga is like walking down the stairs. He's like, Topanga. Ugh. Just simply. I, I wonder if they knew. They had to have known. Right? Like when they were writing the show, I feel like they had to have known that they were going to eventually pair up Corey and Topanga. Like were they endgame from the beginning? I want to know. If we get a writer on, I'm going to ask that question because <laughs> I need to know. Yeah, I obviously like didn't write for the show. Uh, if you couldn't tell, I was not alive yet during this um but i would say just like and maybe this is completely wrong i want to say that it would have been like right when they did the episode where they were like kind of together for the first time in season one mm -hmm. i would hope mm -hmm. that that's the point where they were like yeah <laughs> this is gonna be the love interest for Corey. <laughs> this is it this um, is the moment because they was so sweet like i they were just so cute together <laughs> in that moment we listen We'll get there. It just takes a little time. Uh, so he's like, Topanga, my honey. May I call you honey? She says, no. And Corey's like, Topanga, my girl, my friend, my girly friend. Believe me, I don't want this any more than you do. But everyone around here is pairing off. And I think we should spare ourselves a lot of uncoolness and walk through life together. Which is just so funny. Um, <laughs> Topanga says, Corey, my dear little butthead. May I call you butthead? He's like, sure. She laughs and she says, I can't walk through life with you. He says, is there somebody else? She's like, there's everybody else. He says, well, we're already standing together and we look great. And he's like, uh, uh, and then she makes a face at him and he's like, work with me here. And she says, Corey, when people first go out, first, they fall passionately in love. Then after a week, they hate each other. So for one great passionate week, we lose a friendship that could last a lifetime. And he says, I'm in if you are. She says, 
Corey, don't worry. I'm sure there's somebody out there for you. And she leaves. And he watches her go. And he's just like, give me a name. And then he walks back over to Sean and says, for the record, I dumped her. And he says, that's how I saw it. And that's <laughs> that's the opener. Oh, that's sweet. Topanga's too good. sweet for Corey. <laughs> She's really already. so good. And it's none of us deserve Topanga. I also love that, you yeah, know, on the show, we have the My Sweet Little Idiot and Topanga has the My Dear Little Butthead. And that was just nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's like she even just has a little name for him, too. And I appreciate she, it. She gets it. <laughs> She gets it. Um, so the next scene, they're in health class. The health teacher is out sick again, and they're wondering what kind of creepy substitute they have today. A very beautiful woman walks in, and Sean says, that is no substitute. That is the real thing. <laughs> she introduces herself as Miss Kelly, and Sean steps up and says, on behalf of the entire class, I'd like to say, stay as long as you'd like. And she starts looking through the lesson plan and says, right now you seem to be covering, and Sean cuts her off to say, CPR, and I'm today's dummy. And she says, no, we seem to be up to human reproduction, which I hope we can discuss in a mature fashion. And the whole class giggles. And Sean's like, oh, stop being so young. And to Kelly, he says, you know, I'm not as young as they are. I've saved back like 50 times. And he says, really? She says, really? How old are you? He's like 24. And she's like, really? What are you doing in a seventh grade classroom? And like very somberly, he says, I'm a cop. (laughs) <laughs> I felt we should take a moment to say a cab because uh-uh. a cab. <laughs> she tells him to sit down and he goes, all right, but I'm watching you. And she asks if anyone can name the place where the eggs are stored. And to Sean, she says, officer. And he says, sorry, Miss Kelly, I don't have that stuff. I can name the stuff I have or at least what I call them. Uh, she calls on Corey and he says, what are the gonads? And she chuckles and says, no, I'm sorry. I was looking for what are the ovaries. And he says, oh, the ov- yeah, I always mix those two up. <laughs> she says, try not to. Your future will be brighter. And then she asks if he can explain how pregnancy occurs. And he gives like a pretty accurate summation, only he calls the fallopian tubes the Philippine tubes. And then he makes it about him because Corey. Because and Corey. <laughs> she laughs. And- yeah, of course. She laughs and she she says, you seem to have a thorough understanding of the life cycle. And he says, hey, I live it. And then she asks if there are any questions and Corey raises his hand and he just like beckons her very close and he says, how do you get a girl to say hi? And she looks at him with a mix of like amusement and empathy and that is the end of the scene. Uh, they, again, kind of like similar to just this episode in general about like how forward they're already being with everything. They really, right from the beginning of season two, it's obviously like older themes, but they do start to play up Sean as being this like womanizer all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. immediately. (laughs) And he like, he's only a year older, but he's immediately like, I am into girls and that is my thing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like really thinking about how he was in season one and how new everything was to everyone. I know that's how like Mm -hmm. life works. Just like how you change and Gross, evolve in yeah, puberty but, and yada, yada, yada. But like, right. it's crazy to me that they're, he literally just did a full change in his character. And it was mm-hmm. like, okay, this mm-hmm. is Sean now. <laughs> we, had to, we had to give him something. And apparently, <laughs> just like as a trivia fact, this health class scene apparently was heavily edited when the show went to syndication. So. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I found that a bit shocking because even then, like, they're already just talking about topics that, you know, right. are pretty heavy in mm-hmm. for, like, the sitcom way. 
but I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah. Um, so the next scene, they're back in the school hallway. Another couple pairs off and Corey asked Sean since when? And Sean's like, just now. That was it. Corey's like, what? That? I can't believe it. I saw it happen and I still don't know how it happens. Sean's like, stop stressing, man. You're going to pop a lobe. <laughs> Corey's like, you're right. This coupling thing, it's just a phase. How long could it last? A few weeks? And just then, Turner walks through the hallway with Miss Kelly. They're being flirty. It's very cute. And Corey's like, okay, maybe a few years. And then Feeney walks by with an unnamed older woman, also flirting. But I want to know what he says, because it's a lot. Because I'm <laughs> acting principal now, and the pressures would be daunting for a man half my age. Fortunately, I have a vitality that belies my years. And I'm like, um, <laughs> Feeney? Yeah, one of those times where I'm sitting at my computer watching this like, ah, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it's funny because like it's also how it was at the end of season one where they start implying like him and women and it's like I don't want to view him yeah. like that no offense but like he's like I know that he's an adult but like he's the teacher and I understand that because whenever I think about I my teachers that, like being adults it was like I don't like that <laughs> Yeah, you don't exist outside of school. I don't want to know anything that you are doing in your life ever. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. Corey says, I'm the only one who doesn't know how it's done. Sean's like, okay, I think I found something that kind of works. And then he like flips and runs his hands through his hair. And then a random girl across the hallway is like, hi, Sean. And Corey's impressed. He's like, yeah, I got a 30 foot rage. And Corey's like, go ahead. <laughs> I just love how immediately and this is like you know credit to the extras because they're just extras but yeah. they are so robotic in the way where they just like turn like hi sean <laughs> it cracked me up every time because it, it just seems so fake it's such a moment Corey's like what you just jerk your head and he says watch again i'm still young enough that i can do this twice in a row and then he does like the hair flip thing again and another girl just stops mid-sentence and it's like sean it's so strange i was just thinking about you and she walks over interlocks fingers with him and he says to Corey, and that's without conditioner and then he just walks off with this girl he just leaves where are they going i don't know Corey starts trying to flip his head around but it doesn't work because as we learned in episode four his hair doesn't move so then topanga walks up and is like Corey, what is is it? And he said, you were just drawn to me, weren't you? She was like, no, I thought you had a head lice. <laughs> Which is so weird. Oh, man. And she's like, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. She flips her hair and she's like, oh, good. And a guy like fully looking down at a water fountain just shoots his head up and he's like, hi, Topanga. I was just thinking about you. And he puts his arm around her and they walk off together. And then Corey looks extremely spooked and says, I need new hair and starts trying to like move his hair. And, and that's the end of that scene. I love, of course, Topanga came up because of course, <laughs> like she's the one that would do yeah. that with Corey. But also, I was worried for a minute of that course. this would be another... She, she's the girl. Yeah, I was worried that this would be another... Uh, Corey tries to find a new hairstyle episode at first, because I was like, no, <laughs> we've done this. <laughs> this has been established. Yeah, we've done this. No, they don't do that. Which was good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so we go to the next scene. Uh, they are in the Matthews kitchen. Eric is bringing a girl home. It's the same girl who was asking about a car in episode one, actually. He introduces her to his mom and says it's kind of a new relationship, so don't say anything too embarrassing, okay? Amy says, hi, Rebecca. He wet the bed till he was 12. Oh, oops. And they, <laughs> they go in, they sit down at the table, and Eric asks Morgan to move her stuff so they can study, but he calls her weasel. 
She says, my name's not Weasel, it's Morgan. And Eric's like, I thought you liked what I called you Weasel. And she says, I've never liked it. You like it so much, it's your name now. Weasel. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Rebecca admires her assertiveness. And Amy says, oh, it's a uniform. And she takes it off. She has a vulnerable side. I'm almost sure of it. And they leave for her soccer practice. And then Eric says, hey, before we get started, why don't we take a break? Which is nothing, Eric. And so then Rebecca asks for a tour of the house. And he starts giving her the tour. And she like, they go into the living room. And she's like, aren't you going to show me the upstairs? And so they go upstairs. So alone. <laughs> Um, and then Sean and Corey come in the front door. Corey is still complaining about the girls thing. And Sean's like, you'll get the hang of it. And Corey says, sure, it's easy for you. Your hair moves. And Sean's like, oh, there's other techniques. And Corey says, like, what? And Sean's like, I don't know. I just do hair. <laughs> Corey's like, you know what? Let's forget about this whole thing. There are a million other things to do. We're too young to worry about finding mates. Sean's like, you're right. See ya. And Corey's like, where are you going? And he says, off to meet girls. And then he opens the front door. And he says, I've got a 30 foot range. And he does his hair thing. And a girl calls out from somewhere outside. She goes, is that you, Sean? <laughs> and he starts So he like turns around to just kind of like look at Corey. And Corey says, get out and slams the door behind him. It's very funny. That's one of my favorite things. Like, I remember that scene so vividly. One of my favorites. I did love that probably the most out of all three times that he did it. It's <laughs> just because he yeah, just yeah. stressed so much in the first part of just it's 30 feet <laughs> yeah <laughs> Corey sits down on the couch and he says no girls for me I'll just study and get good grades and become a famous scientist and then I'll build a wife <laughs> he opens his book for maybe five seconds and then closes it and says I'm bored and he hears music from upstairs and goes to see what it is he calls out for his parents and then just walks into their bedroom without knocking Eric and Rebecca are very passionately making out on the bed and then they stop when they realize that they're being watched. And Eric says, Corey, we're studying. And Corey says, so am I. He's just like staring, basically mouth agape at them. And that's the end of that scene. It's very weird that Corey just, I don't know, mm -hmm. just stays there without saying anything at first. But also, this is the only episode yeah. in the entire series to feature Amy and Alan's bedroom. Their um, bedroom. Yeah. yeah. The only one. The whole series. They built the set. <laughs> they don't use it again. again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the next scene. Rebecca is making a quick exit out of the kitchen. Uh, Eric is trying to keep her from leaving. She's like, actually, it's nice that we didn't go any further than we did. And then she turns over to Corey and says, thank you. And he's like, no problem. And Eric's like, listen, why don't we just study together like we planned? And she's like, I need to study alone. And he says, so I'll see you Friday. And she's like, no. And she leaves. And Eric's just like, okay, then. In a cheery voice. It's very funny. And then he turns to Corey. He's very angry. Corey's like, what's new? And he says, I'm going to kill you. And Corey says, I have you. And Eric's like, I'm going to kill you. And then bring you back to life so I can kill you again. And Corey says, I have you. And Eric's full yelling now. And he says, what? What do you have? You have what I have. Nothing. It's very fun. It's so funny to me. And Corey says, you, my boy, were in mom and dad's bed. And then Eric stops short. He says, oh, ho, ho. What's that? The sound of power suddenly shifting. Eric says, nothing happened. He says, and it didn't happen in mom and dad's bed. I have you. I have you by your ovaries. And Eric's like, hey, bud, I'm not going to kill you. That was just one of those wacky brother to brother murder threats. And Corey's like, yeah, listen, I want you to do something for me. Tell me how you do it. And Eric's like, what I was doing with Rebecca? 
He's like, no, I don't have the lung capacity for that. I just want to know how you get a girl to say hi. Eric says, you're wasting my time. And Corey says, I have you. And Eric continues, now, ordinarily, I wouldn't reveal my foolproof methods, but as I can, ca- but I know I can count on my favorite little brother to keep a secret. And Corey says, I'm listening. Eric says, you got eyes? Use them. Look at her. Into her. Through her. Make her think she's the most exquisite thing your eyes have ever beheld. Corey says, who her? Eric's like, who cares? Pick somebody. Corey's like, how do I pick? Eric says, you got eyes? Corey says, I thought we established this. Eric says, make eye contact. Make her eyes think that your eyes are interested. Corey's like, so I have to be interested. Eric's like, no, you're overachieving. You just have to make her think you are. And that's the end of that scene. This is obviously horrible advice, but I feel like we should talk about how horrible it is. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just not the way to be with someone. It's just not good advice. It's nope. also just really a bummer, just coming from, like, the girl's perspective of this. It's, it kind of sucks to be like, you don't even mm-hmm. have to be interested in her. <laughs> you just you just give them a look, and like, you don't have to know anything about them. You're, it's just mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's not nice, and it's really gross, yeah. and it makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm not surprised, again, with his character no. that they did this. Or just like how they're trying to portray this. Because obviously Corey's learning something and he's going to (laughs) learn. But it's it's annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Well, next scene. We're in Turner's class. Corey is full body turned staring (laughs) at the new girl. She is ignoring him somehow. Uh, And Turner calls him out, basically tells him to keep his head towards the front and asks Sean to fill him in. And Sean says, "Uh, you were saying Matthews. You're not listening. And then Turner asks if either of them did the reading assignment. And Corey says, some of it. I read the page you gave us with the reading assignment on it. And the bell rings and Turner says, yay, yay. He runs out of class, which is extremely fun. Corey keeps staring at the girl as she starts to leave. And finally, she notices and is like, what? And Corey's like, oh, I was just looking at your hair. I'm very interested in your hair. Why? It's interesting hair. It's very exquisite hair. It's the most exquisite hair my eyes have ever beheld. She's like, well, actually, I did comb it differently this morning. And he says, so with all that said, would you be interested in going out with me? She says, all right. When? He's like, tomorrow after school. She says, okay, see you then. And she leaves. And Sean uh, is waiting outside of class eavesdropping. And Corey comes out and he says, has a brand new couple taking shape before my very eyes. And Corey says, what can I say? I've got the boom. And that's the end of that scene. It was a very short one. And it sucked. <laughs> it just feels so bad. I don't know. It would it's also really suck to not be good. in a new school and then this would happen. Mm-hmm. As someone who has been mm-hmm. a new kid before like, like that, it would be such... It's it's a bummer. I mean, I, I joined at like an early age whenever I switched schools, but like high school would be really hard in general or like their yeah. high school. But I don't know. I just, I just feel yeah. bad. Don't do what Corey's doing. <laughs> if you're into anybody, please <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so the next scene, we're in Amy and Alan's room again. Uh, Amy is lamenting about a work thing. She's talking about a gallery. She used to be a realtor. They don't know what Amy does, I and neither do we. Like, nobody knows. <laughs> um, Alan's, like, trying to put some moves on her, but she he says she's wearing, like, floor-length flannel armor. She eventually relents a little. They start to, like, kiss and make out on the bed, but she leans back on an earring. She pulls it out. She's like, whose is this? And he says, it's not yours. <laughs> she's like, no. And she looks at him, and he starts stuttering. He's like, I, I have no idea. This is not, I don't know who this is. And she's like, I'm not accusing you. And he gets offended. He's like, 
why not? She's like, well, I know you're not having an affair. He's like, oh, you think I'm safe. You think other women aren't attracted to me. She's like, I didn't say anything. He's like, <laughs> and boy, are you so wrong. And then he tells her about how like a hot woman at the store the other day asked him if the bread was fresh. And he's like, listen, I know there are still many women who are very attracted to you. And he's like, you don't sound very threatened. And she says, I'm threatened. I know I could lose you at any moment. Ooh. And he's like, oh, stop. We just found an earring in our bed. And she's like, yeah, I know, a cheap tacky one, the kind of thing a teenager would wear. Eric, the earring. Eric was with a girl alone in this house. And he's like, oh, okay, I will go talk to him. She's like, no, I will go talk to him. I don't want any of that father-son winking thing going on. (laughs) He's like, what winking thing? She says, I don't want to see you go, son, what you did was wrong. And then you go, you wink at him and go, attaboy. I don't want to see that. He says, oh, you think I do that? And she's like, yeah, yeah, you do. He says, well, I wouldn't do that. That just goes to show how you don't know me at all. We'll just both go have a talk with my son. And as they're walking out the door, he does like a low fist pump and he goes, my son. It's very funny. (laughs) I just love any time that they're, Alan's like, you don't know me or my ways. Like Amy has him down like to a T. Like, I think it Literally happened in the first no it happened in the first season him. too. And it's just really funny because it's like, no, 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 I know exactly what you're gonna say and how you're gonna say it and what you're gonna do about it <laughs> every time. And he's like, like um, maybe you know me. <laughs> Oh, man. So we cut to the boys' room. Eric is literally laying down to go to bed, and Amy and Alan just walk in, and Eric sits up like, hello. And Alan's like, do you want to tell us anything? And Eric says, uh, not yet. And then Amy (laughs) holds the earring out, and he says, now I got something to tell you. She says, we found this in our bed. Now, what was it you wanted to tell us? And Eric's like, I just wanted to say, happy birthday, Mom. The other one's on layaway. And they just look at him and he says, nothing happened between me and Rebecca, if that's what you're thinking. And she's like, why should we believe that nothing happened? He says, look at my face. Do I look happy? And Alan <laughs> looks at him and he says, nothing happened. And he's like, well, I'd like to know what you were doing bringing a girl into our room. Alan says, don't give us some lame excuse like she wanted a tour of the house. And Eric's like, okay, we were on the roof replacing tiles when we fell through and luckily your bed broke our fall. And Alan says, Eric... You're in big trouble. Just as Corey like walks in and he says, hey, go easy on him. I need this brother. He taught me how to get what I want from a girl. And Amy's like, um, excuse me. The audience goes crazy for this. It's extremely funny. And Corey's like, he taught me how to get a date and it worked big time. Amy's like, oh, and who is this girl? And Corey's like, uh, I don't actually know her name, but I'm going to find out before I make any commitment. Horrible. Terrible. He didn't even ask absolutely terrible (laughs) yeah it sucks so bad and amy's like how do you ask her out if you don't know her name and then eric's behind their parents like no minding no stop or while Corey says all of this all part of eric's foolproof method and eric says uh Corey, get the phone and amy's like oh eric has a method Eric says, ring, ring, and Alan hits him on the head. This is a really fun scene for me. They tell Corey to continue, and he explains Eric's method of picking a random girl and feigning interest in her. I thought you had to, but Eric said it's not necessary. Eric says, ring, again, and Amy's like, that's what you told him? And he says, it doesn't matter what I told him. I'm dead. (laughs) And Amy pulls Alan, like, to the side a little and asks, when you had the big sex talk two years ago, what did you tell him? Alan's like, not that. How could you think I'd tell him that? She says, Alan, I'm not accusing you of anything. And he says, yes, you are. You're accusing me of this, but refuse to accuse me of having an affair. That hurts. <laughs> I just love this whole scene between their family. This is a very They're good so one. so fun. 
Amy's like, Corey, I know you look up to your brother, but I want you to go to your father for advice on things like this. Eric has some explaining to do about his own behavior with girls lately. And Corey's like, I know. Amy says, what do you know? And Corey says, pretty much everything. I kind of walked in on them. And Eric starts singing Amazing Grace. He's <laughs> always. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Amy's like, you walked in on them in our room. And Alan's like, how could this happen? Eric says, Dad, Rebecca sat down on the bed and went like this. And he pats, like, his bed and then makes what I can only describe as a come-hither face. And Alan looks at Amy, like, uh... And Amy's like, oh, so this is her fault and you bear no responsibility? <laughs> and, and Alan turns out and like, yeah, what she said. And Eric's like, clearly, I should have locked the door. And Alan's like, Eric, you're missing the point. And he says, no, Dad, I know the point, but nothing happened. And Alan sits down on the bed and he's like, you are in so deep. And Eric starts to apologize, but Alan puts his hand over his mouth and he says, for thousands of years, fathers have said to their sons, don't rush into sex. And the sons have always said, yeah, sure. Okay. I didn't understand my father till now. And you won't understand me until you're a father, which won't be for a very long time. And Corey says, dad, like in the middle of this. And Alan turns around and says, learn her name. And Corey (laughs) steps back and says, yes, sir. (laughs) And Alan Turns back to Eric and says, and you. And Eric's like, Rebecca. Her name was Rebecca. <laughs> and Alan's like, is that all you know about her? He says, not too much more, I guess. Alan says, does that make you feel good? And he's like, no, it doesn't. And Alan continues, Eric, once in a while, let your brain in on what the rest of you is doing. And Amy says, are you two both clear on this? And Corey's like, but if I can't use Eric's method, then how do I get a girl to say hi? And Alan's like, what did you know about girls before? Oh, my God. Alan's like, what did you know about girls before your brother's excellent advice? He says, I don't know anything. Alan's like, why don't you just go with that? And they leave. And that's the end of the scene. I love that ending. I love the scene so much. It made me laugh out loud, which are my favorite times Mm -hmm. when watching the show. But their whole dynamic as a family is so much fun. And like, obviously informative, (laughs) like they're, they're they're actually learning things. But it's like, they do it in such a fun way. I love it. It's extremely fun. It's extremely fun. Um, So school the next day, the girl kind of walks up to Corey at his locker very hesitantly. And she says, uh, ready to go? He says, hey, are you feeling a little funny about this whole thing? And she's like, you mean going out on a date? And he says, yeah, because we don't even know each other. And she says, a little funny. So do you want to like not go out on a date? And he says, yeah, it doesn't feel right. She's very sweet. She's like, I understand. And he's like, but we should still get to know each other. She's like, okay, that would be nice. And he's like, yeah, because then in case we ever did want to go out, we'd know each other. And she's like, um, so how do you want to get to know each other? And he's like, well, we could go somewhere and talk unless you have something else to do. She says, well, I did, but now I'm suddenly free. And so they walk a little and he says, what do you want to talk about? And she says, well, do you know my name? And he's like, uh, and she's like, it's Wendy. He says, Wendy. And he pauses for a moment and he says, Wendy? She's like, yeah. Or he says, hi. She says, hi. And then we freeze frame on a smile. Let's see the episode. I love Wendy. Let me just say, like, we are Topanga stands, but I love Wendy. Yes. She does come back. That's Not good. for a while, but she does come back. And I <laughs> love her. I simply love her. She's so cute. So we go to the end credits here. Uh, they're in their room. The boys are. They're working at their desk. Eric asks Corey if he's got a lot of homework. He says, yeah. You? Eric's like, yeah. Then he gets up and he's like, so I know I've been forbidden to give you any advice ever again on anything, uh, but if there's any info you want to offer up about your life, I'm listening. Corey says, how was my date? And Eric's like, yeah. And Corey says, I had a real good time. And Eric's like, what was your technique? Corey says, look, I know you know everything about women and I don't know anything. So I did what I do best. I was real nervous and nodded a lot. And Eric's like, did she like that? 
And he says, I don't know. But when we were done, I asked her if maybe she'd like to go out again. And she said, yeah, I would. And Eric says, cool. And gets up. Um, but before he like goes back to his desk, he's like, so how did you not? Was it like, and then he does like a weird, like giggle nod. And we cut to Ben who promptly breaks character laughing and covers his face. And that's the end of the episode. It's very, it's a fun ending. Yeah. They're really, really sweet with each other. Even if he gives him shitty advice, (laughs) they're really cute as brothers and it's nice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the end. What was the lesson, Sid? Yeah, well, one, puberty is a pain in the ass. Because um, I, I remember this time period. <laughs> I, I, I truly remember this time period when people all started, you know, being in couples. And it was like, what? It's it's weird. It's a weird time. But, um, yeah, this, I mean, the main thing, people are people. And they are complex and have emotions. And they're more than just, you know, a name or a face. And I think it's important to actually get to know somebody and no matter what it is but like especially with the relationship side of things um or just even seeing if you're interested at all i mean respecting the other people that you're going after and learning their freaking names this also happened in um (laughs) the bachelor (laughs) paradise stuff recently um oh my god so this is like i i remember thinking this exactly last night when i was watching it (laughs) i'm like wow Two, two uh, <laughs> times in a row where it's not knowing someone's first name. That's really cool. Um, oh, but yeah. Embarrassing. Give people the time of day. Yeah. Because they deserve it. And dating's hard. Oh, <laughs> Everyone just... Dating's mm. so hard. Yeah, man. You're absolutely right. I don't have... I, I simply don't have too much to add. Um, this is... I'm, I'm really excited for you to watch season two. I know that I've been saying the same things forever and ever and ever, but like mm-hmm. season two is just like, <laughs> it really, we really, we really get some stuff and I'm just very excited for it. So. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, hey, guess what? I have a new, um, not a new, I have a, a, a returning, a returning bit. Uh, from season Bits. one, it's two goofs and a lie. Let's go. Um, now you you may know one of these because you kind of said it <laughs> during um during the oh. episode recap. Um, but I have uh three, well, technically two actual goofs and a lie, and you have to choose uh which one is the lie. Mm-hmm. So we got uh two plot holes and uh just a set goof in mm-hmm. general. And the first one okay. is Amy and Alan don't find Rebecca's earring until the night after she was there. They should have technically found it earlier than that. The second one is when they're leaving for okay. Morgan's soccer practice, she accidentally kicks the ball so hard that she knocks the fence down a little bit, but then they cut away quickly. And then the third is in the first season, Amy was a realtor, but now she's an art dealer saying she has three Ooh. truckloads of women coming to the gallery the next day. So what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Which one's the last? Yeah, so the last one, the last one is true. Yep. <laughs> um, I do remember, I do remember Morgan kicking the ball. I don't, I don't remember seeing if it hit the fence. And I feel like they did find the, but I, I feel like they did find the earring on the right, on the correct. Wait. <laughs> No, they didn't because they, no, because, because Corey had the whole next day. Yeah. So the earring, the earring is a lie. Yes. Well, the earring is actually a plot hole. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. I wanted Wait. to be sure. <laughs> it was like, 
Tay had it right, but then no, also that's said what it was I said, But that's what I'm. I'm stupid. No, but I got what you mean. You got it. Yeah, I get. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The earring, the earring is a plot hole. Yes, the fence is a lie. Yes, the fence is a lie. I do think when she did kick the ball, it was very funny for me to just watch. She just also has some angst in that scene. Morgan does, so that's where I was like, maybe I oh, can yeah. sneak in this little goof and. Maybe Tay will believe it. But it didn't help that you already said one of the goofs in the episode recap. And I was like, yeah, yeah no, no. Dang it. Um, but yeah, no, Amy definitely was a realtor in the beginning. And now she's an art dealer. So it's like, what? when did that change? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's two so goofs weird. and a lie, baby. Her job changes a lot. But that was fun. I love that's such a fun bit. Please bring it back whenever you're able. I love it so much. Yeah, my mind really has to work for it, but <laughs> it's, it's um... that was a good one, honestly. I I almost I because I was I did the math to figure out the earring one, right? But like, yeah, Morgan could have absolutely kicked that because the ball does kind of go fly. It like, goes I was really like, I don't far want to hit the fence, but it could have. Yeah, um, yeah, but it yeah. was a good one. It was a good one. Thanks. Uh, Amazing. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> episode baby is the the ending stuff that we do yes uh if you'd like to follow us on social media you can find us on twitter and instagram at the lost years pod uh we share some fun memes we share when the episodes drop and then we also ask what you are nostalgic for uh i do have two more this week um so i'm just gonna oh yes go ahead and read them um also back to school themed, but the first one is from Colin M. Parker. My mom used to make me stand on the front porch and take a picture on my first day of school from pre-K to 12th grade. Mm. And that's just sweet. I miss, I, I also used to take that's front porch sweet. pics, so that that will hit home to me a little bit. That's very sweet. Um, oh, my cousins took front porch pics. I didn't take any. They're just fun. They're cute. I remember I did it it in college, too, for, like, I think the Mm. junior and senior year. Senior year, just because I was like, ah, this is my last time. (laughs) Um, But that was fun. Uh, And then, also, this is technically from As um, Cal's Calzones. It says, when I first started kindergarten. Friend of the pod. uh, When I first started kindergarten, I had moved to a new town and didn't know any other kids. I distinctly remember being really overwhelmed on the first day. But this one kid, Larry, grabbed me on the playground and informed me that he had picked me to be his best friend. And that really took the edge off for me. Aww. That's, that's sweet. So sweet. Aww. Love that. That's also, like very, oh my gosh, that's literally a line in High School Musical. She's like, because <laughs> this is what my brain does. She's like, you remember how in kindergarten, like you meet a kid and then you wouldn't know anything about him. And 10 seconds later, you were playing like you were best friends. That's literally a line of high school musical and it happened as it's so cute. I love it. I also love how it's talking about being the new kid because that's exactly kind of what happened mm-hmm. in this episode. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that, Az. You did it. We love that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah. If you want to email us, you can do that as well. Tell us what you're nostalgic for there. The last year's pod at gmail.com. Um, tell us, you know, any, any thoughts you have about us, about the show, as long as they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like I need to make that case. 
Please don't be mean to us in our email. Nobody's done it, but I'm just like very nervous about one day getting a hate email. I don't think Someone's going to send us some mail that's going to make us sad. <laughs> I know. You can also rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you get them. It really helps us out. It helps people find the show. Um, and it's just a genuinely nice thing to do and we would really appreciate it. So thank you. And thank you also to the scavengers network for having us on. You can check out other cool shows on the network, like unnatural twenties. And, uh, personally, one of my favorites, timeline scavengers on scavengersnetwork.com. And if you like our show or any of the others over on scavengers network, please consider backing us at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. For $2 a month, you can get access to hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of bonus content, and every donation helps support us and the network and helps us do cool things, and it's just very nice. So we would appreciate it, and thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I like this new edition of just like, thanks. (laughs) Thanks thanks for donating. (laughs) Thanks. And I just, again, want to uh, deeply apologize for the terrible rain background. Um, That is, I'm sure, an audio nightmare. And um, thank you, Sid, because I believe you're still going to be editing these. I'm so sorry. And thank you for the work that you're doing to make this listenable. Um, I'm sure it's not very easy. (laughs) I'm going to do my best. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. I've given you absolute shite to work with. Hey, it's okay. It's all right. Not everyone's going to be a winner, you know? (laughs) Sometimes weather happens, and there's really nothing we can do about that. I'm sorry. The elements are not on our side sometimes, and it's okay. Just not. Just not this time. Yeah. If you want to find us individually, our socials are in our our main social media, but I am on Twitch at twitch.tv slash it's taycrow, T-A-Y-Y-C-R-O, and it's a fun time. We play Fall Guys. We play uh, story-based RPGs. We play some Hades. It's a dungeon caller. I think I'm going to start some like cozier streams like uh, tonight um, when I'm recording this, which is in the past for you who was listening. Um, I'm going to do some just like real cozy just chatting. It's like raining. I'm going to get comfy and cozy and we're going to play some chill games. So, um, you know, if you like fun, if you enjoy fun, come hang out. It's fun. It's fun over there. It's good. Um, you can find me on, uh, yeah, socials as well. <laughs> um, my handles are <laughs> in the bios of our uh, social media. This is going well. Um, my Twitch <laughs> is... <laughs> I don't have a Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, is she announcing a Twitch right now in this moment? <laughs> incredible um, i support it i really want to i'll get there eventually it's fine Please i'm do. on tiktok at sudsley uh feel free to follow me there it's fun for me whenever i do it um and yeah that's all <laughs> yeah incredible well this is the end this one listen you guys thank you so much normal. for listening this one's been a struggle i'm not gonna lie to you it's been a struggle it's been a struggle but we made it through and now it's over so thank you so much for listening until next time you're tay you're sid just like it's always been what else do you need to know oh god i'm just assuming you said it i didn't hear you yeah i did did (laughs) great goodbye family
Goodbye, family. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.